0: Taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears Hello there and welcome to episode 175 of the OCD and Anxiety podcast I hope that you're doing very well today and if you do happen to be struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can send me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about um, some really simple but very powerful uh, diffusion techniques that can really help you to, to get unstuck when you find yourself getting lost in OCD thoughts. Um, it's so important that we, we learn some, some helpful techniques to do this because so often we're doing the worst possible thing. We're actually just trying to think more to get ourselves unstuck and that's actually the kind of the worst thing that you can do. So we'll be exploring that today. Um, If you find this podcast helpful, it would be amazing if you could head over to Instagram and follow and like there. And uh, if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice as well. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. I'd like to start with a quote by um, Russ Harris, the author of uh, many books including uh, The Happiness Trap, The Anxiety Trap and other books with a uh, focus on acceptance commitment therapy and the quote is this The fact is we have much less control over our thoughts and feelings than we would like It's not that we have no control It's just that we have much less than the experts would have us believe However, we do have a huge amount of control over our actions and it's through taking action that we create a rich, full and meaningful life and I really like this quote because as you probably know if you struggle with OCD then, you know, unfortunately we don't have control over the thoughts that pop up into our consciousness And some days you might be going along perfectly happy. Maybe you're not experiencing much OCD and it's all going swell. And then suddenly from nowhere, a thought pops up and then another one and then another one. And we start fighting with them. We start trying to push them away. We we start trying to think our way out of the problem and this is called the anxiety trap it's one of the main issues with with OCD and a a lot of um, mental health problems is effectively when we do get these thoughts and things that we don't like we we think that we need to get rid of them before we're able to to get on you know with our lives and in western culture we're very much focused on problem solving um you know it's actually a very good skill to have in many areas of life if you have an issue then of course finding a way to get around that or solve that is going to help you and all of us have developed those skills over time and they serve us very well but unfortunately when it comes to uh, a lot of mental health issues. It does. It does not serve us at all because, you know, these thoughts that keep popping up into your consciousness—they're not really happening for any other reason than the fact that we keep trying to push them away when they do pop up, and when we stop trying to do that, uh, lo and behold, they stop coming up so much, and you know, it's easier for us to to kind of get on with our lives. Now, you know, our objective, however, should not be to just get rid of the thoughts because, of course, if that's our, our objective, then, you know, we're going to be constantly focused on pushing away which is only going to result in us getting more of it. It's like the classic experiment um, which was first done in Harvard where they asked the participants of the experiment to try not to think of particular things like, you know, do not think of an elephant. And of course, it's going to pop up into your into your mind, and this is again another part of the anxiety trap. The more we don't want to feel something or experience something, um, unfortunately, the more we're going to have it. And paradoxically, we we think that by by thinking, by trying to solve the issue that you know, we're going to be able to get out of this mess that we've got ourselves into that we're going to be able to finally outthink the OCD outmaneuver it find the ultimate solution that's going to allow us to have some peace And finally be able to stop problem solving and just get on with our day or be able to enjoy ourselves or, you know, come back into the present moment. I can't can't count the number of times I've been in social situations where I'm thinking to myself, I just have to work this out before I'm able to be present with the people that I'm with. And it's this that is the very problem. Unfortunately you can't solve OCD with the thing which has actually created the problem and that is the intellect Um, You know the intellect is the problem here You know we're trying to problem solve, we're trying to to come to that ultimate solution And it's never going to get us there because it created the problem in the first place And so when we realize that, when we truly understand that, then it's so much easier to to recognize when we're getting stuck in problem solving and and to actually walk away from it. And so what does problem solving look like when it comes to OCD? Well, of course, it can look like rumination. It's probably the most common uh, compulsion of all where we're just going around in circles in our thoughts and we're trying to get 100% certainty about things um but you know even things like uh, reassurance seeking again it's 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 kind of problem solving so really it's about learning how to interrupt that pattern learning to do something different uh with that energy because you know it, it is energy you're just giving this uh this problem so much mental energy and it's creating an even bigger problem um, than you had to start with so really what we need to learn to do is to do something completely different to to kind of give up on using the intellect because it's only going to get us more stuck and to try something very different so what can we do? Well, I'm going to be discussing three very simple but powerful techniques that really, really work for me in this regard and the first one is to get physically active with the body now there's so many different ways of doing this but you know it's very very important because you just want to get out of your head and you want to come into your body and so no matter what the physical activity is it's going to help you in that situation Um, you want to find something ideally enjoyable for you Um, but to be honest it could be absolutely anything at all so I mean if you're active already and you enjoy sports um, or if you want to pick up exercise as a a positive habit then actually doing some kind of uh, exercise is a really good example of something that you can do perhaps you can go for a run or a bike ride perhaps you can go for a swim you know but maybe you're at home and you're struggling with stuff and it's not practical in that moment for you to uh, to go to the gym or to go out for a run in which case just doing you know a very quick five minute um, exercise routine like uh, going onto YouTube finding a five or ten minute workout and just doing that or just very simply even doing some simple press-ups and star jumps and sit-ups, things that you can do easily at home for, you know, put a timer on and time it for five minutes. When you do that, what you're going to be doing is coming into the body and changing your biochemistry because when we do exercise, it helps us to, uh, to, to kind of process the, the uh, stress hormones that, you know, so often build up when we're experiencing fear and anxiety. Um, unfortunately when you get into these states you go into a sympathetic nervous response and you know that releases cortisol and adrenaline into the body and if that's going on all day long it's like a slow trickle of stress hormones and it really does not do us any favors at all so learning how to kind of process that a bit quicker through exercise is really helpful but also exercise helps to stimulate the release of uh, neurotransmitters which obviously are very important when it comes to OCD they help us to feel better, more relaxed so here I'm talking about things like endorphins uh, potentially serotonin, um, dopamine these are all things that can really um, help change your mindset uh, to feel a lot more positive in, in the moment And sometimes, you know, when you're really struggling and you're really getting stuck in your head, that's exactly what you need. You just need uh, a break from it. You need to find a way to bring yourself back into the present moment. And one of the best things you can do is just to come into your body. Now, even if those options I've given you don't seem, you know, like they'd be that great for you, then maybe you can just do something physical like cleaning the house or doing some gardening, Um, you know, whatever it is that works for you find an activity that gets you moving your body in some way and even better, if whilst you're doing that activity if you can really pay attention to the body do everything you can to keep coming into the body and experiencing the movement of your body um, whilst you're doing that activity pay attention to the muscles working Um, this will really help you even more to be more in the present moment whilst you're you're doing this My next tip then is to do some kind of um, breath work or or very simple meditation activities that uh, again, might change your physiology and help you to relax the body a bit more Um, Again, these activities are based upon the same idea um, you know, to, to get you away from thinking to to kind of give up on that, that um, problem-solving approach and so with this um, if you already know the Wim Hof method for example you know, sometimes a good idea is just to do something completely different um, if you can do some Wim Hof breathing in that moment it can be very helpful um, or you can do a body scan meditation now this is something that I do myself a lot Um, If I'm kind of waking up in the morning and I notice some anxiety for example I might just do this body scan meditation for three or four minutes before I wake up or even you know um, when I'm going to sleep if I'm struggling to fall asleep. I often do this body scan meditation but even during the day as well if I find myself like uh, if, if I find my mind being too busy and too occupied with things and you know maybe I am getting a lot of um, intrusive thoughts coming up then actually learning how to do a meditation that relaxes the body is one of the most important things because I can almost guarantee you that in that moment if you are experiencing a lot of anxiety and a lot of intrusive thoughts Um, learning to relax the body is one of the best things that you can do and so these uh, very simple body scan meditations that are focused on relaxation are really really helpful for that Um, you can check out one of my previous episodes if you want to find out more about that or you can just head on to YouTube and type in uh, body scan meditation and you'll find uh, a whole host of options there to, to uh, to keep you busy with that and then my final suggestion, um, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you will know um, that I'm a big fan of the Wim Hof Method and this is taken from that. And for some of you, it may, it may seem like an un- unusual suggestion, but actually it's a, it's a really good one and again, something that I personally find really helpful and that is to occasionally take a, a cold shower. If you're finding that you're stuck in your mind taking a cold shower is a fantastic way to to get you back into the present moment. Now, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but maybe it's something that you could just kind of try. Something that uh, maybe you could try with your normal shower. So, um, whilst you're having your normal shower, at the end of that normal hot shower, why not try finishing with 30 seconds of cold water? And what that will do over time is it will start to demonstrate to you the benefits of, of cold showers, um, of which there are many. When we go into the cold, um, first of all, there again is a biochemical change in the body. Um, there's a huge amount of um, neuropenephrine uh, which is released into the body. Norepinephrine again a very important neurotransmitter that is, um, that is related to, to a sense of feeling uh, calm and uh, more relaxed, more focused so again definitely something that is very helpful for, for OCD and if you can get that from, from having a, something as so simple as just having a cold shower then that's pretty, pretty amazing um, you know, not only that, but actually going into a cold shower is going to help you to to work on your acceptance because let's be honest, uh, nobody wants to be in a cold shower. It's very uncomfortable. Um, you know, every part of you is going to be wanting to get out of there as soon as possible. But if you're able to just remain, to stay in that, that cold water for 30 seconds or a minute, and just try to accept those uncomfortable feelings. And in doing so, you're going to be learning a lot about acceptance. Now, there's obviously two ways of having a cold shower. One is where you stand there and you scream, "Ah!" <laughs> and you do not accept it at all. And you fight against it. And you you just kind of grin and bear it. I mean, you can do that. And you'll still get that release of norepinephrine that I was talking about, which, which does leave... Uh, lead to a sense of uh, calm and uh, alertness after the cold shower but you're not going to be learning much about acceptance so if you can if you are willing to give this a go try to to be really um, focused and calm whilst you're doing this try to, to be very much in the present moment keep your, your focus on the uncomfortable feelings and try to work on just allowing them and um, and and in doing so you're really learning about that acceptance and you know if you're able to do that for example you know once in the morning and then maybe a few times during the day if you are working from home for example it might it might be very very helpful for you in in terms of learning more about acceptance which you can then apply obviously to your experience of OCD as well so there we go guys three uh, simple but very powerful um, techniques for helping you to diffuse from, from thoughts um, I really do hope that you, you find it helpful um, as always if you have any questions about anything I've said today then do please get in touch and many thanks